discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. He says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boateng as Christ is magnified in you. Well, give Jesus a big shout. Hallelujah. What a blessing. How many of you are excited about Jesus? There's no one, there's no one like Jesus, right? In the heavens in the earth. There's no one like him. No one can turn you on like Jesus does. Ask your neighbor who can turn you on more than Jesus. Only Jesus, I tell you. Only Jesus. Only Jesus. Yeah. There's no one like him, isn't it? There's a song coming to my mind. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I'm sure you know it. Yeah. It's, a, it's a song sung by Sinatra some years ago. Yes. There's no one like you in all the earth.
glorious things. You're a faithful God. Awesome is your name. is greater than all. We can sing about him throughout. Throughout the day. Hallelujah. We never sang a song or recorded an album. But there are millions of albums that have been sung about him. Yes. yes. He never built a building. But there are the most beautiful buildings in the whole world have been built. You know, there's a cathedral in Liverpool that I saw that was built in 75 years. They used 75 years to build one building. Yes, 75. I tell you, it's beautiful, yes. There's another one that they used about, I think, 100 years or so. Yes, it's also in Liverpool. There's a, there's a street that has a lot of churches, you know. It's beautiful. Yes. It's beautiful. All for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Yeah, he's the greatest of all. No one can be compared to him. And when you know him, you know all. Yes. He's the greatest person to know. Yes. Because you know him, you know all things. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, for the last two weeks, Pastor has been preaching on church, the church family, isn't it? Yes. Have you been blessed by it? It's very important you understand some of these things. You have to reveal yourself in the house of God. We have to know who you are. It is not good that you would not... <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay. Since so this is I had a camp meeting um with our church in London. So this these are pictures from our church in London. Hallelujah. You'll be there, 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 you'll be there. Yes. When you go to when you go to London, there's a church there. There are churches we have we have a church in Mitcham, a church in Oxbridge, a church in Reading. Yes. We are planting more churches there to the glory of God. Yes. We have, a, we have a cell group in Birmingham. It's not a church yet, but it's going to become a church. Yes. You know, so as a family, and you have to key in properly. So important. Okay? You have to key in properly. You have to review yourself. You have to be part of what is going on. You have to enjoy what is going on. Do you get it? Yes, that's how it works. If, if you are in that system clandestinely, like we are seeing, we are not really seeing, we are seeing, we are not really seeing. No, it doesn't work. The only way to produce fruits is through intimacy. When you are intimate, then you produce fruits. Yes. If there's a lady by you, pass your hand around her, her shoulder and let's see. Pass your hand around her shoulder and ask her if she's pregnant. Ask her, are you pregnant? Are you pregnant? No, you can't, you can't impregnate a lady by passing your hand around her. <laughs> yeah, you can't, you can't impregnate anybody like that. So you can't get fruits out of the person, you know, just by passing your hand around. It doesn't work. Yes. You need to open up. Tell everybody, you need to open up. Hey, you need to open up. <laughs> yeah, when you open up, then we can have some fruits coming in. Hallelujah. Yeah. You are hiding. Ask your neighbor, are you hiding in the church or you are opening up in the church? Hallelujah. You may kindly take your seat in heavenly places where you belong. It's good to be back. Yes. I was in, I was in our church in Canada as well. I flew to Canada for a, short, a mini camp with our shepherds before coming back. So I bring you greetings from all those nice places. Yes, it's a blessing. Hallelujah. Yeah, it's always good to be home. It's, go, it's always good to be here. Yes, it's always, this is, this is my home. Yes, I've missed you too. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Yeah, so t this morning I want us to do some question and answers. I've been trying to do it for the last three meetings that I've had with you, if you remember. But it has not worked. So I feel with a lot of things have been said in the last, uh, let's say, three months or so. Yeah. And uh, you need, you need to, I need to know if it's gone down. And I need to know if um, you have any question on your heart, any question on your mind that needs answering. Is it a good thing? Always remember that the house of God is a, tr is a place for training.
Okay? Tell me about the house of God. It's a place for training. It's a place for training God's children. Yes. God's children must be trained. Okay? That's God's aim. God wants to train your, your train you up in his ways. We are being trained to reign in life, this life, and in the life to come. So we are being trained and raised as kings. Do you see? Uh, that is why you must be part of a department. Yes. So so that you can be trained well. So that you can be you can be shouted on. <laughs> yes. Is it when you enter a church? Eh? You see, this place is looking nice. The things, the things that have gone on, that has made the place look nice. You have no idea. As I'm talking, there are some people who are working. I tell you, mm, they are working. Giddy, 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 giddy. They are not enjoying the service like you are enjoying the service. Do you see? Uh-huh. They've grown up to a certain level where they can man the service, they can make the service happen, push for things to go on. Okay? And that's how God wants all his children to be. Exactly. Not just come sit down nicely, everything is done, then you go home. No. There are shepherds who have pushed for people to be in the house of God. Brought a bus. This morning, your whole morning was organizing a bus, moving up and down. Why are you? Are you coming? What's happening? What's going on? What's happening? Yeah, it's in the Bible. Bassing is in the Bible. Maybe you don't know. Isaiah chapter 66. I don't think you know. (laughs) Isaiah chapter 66. Let's read verse 19. It says, And I'll set a sign among them, and I'll send those that escape of them unto the nations. It says, I'll send, God is talking, it says, I'll set a sign among the people, and I will send those that escape of them unto the nations. Okay? He's talking about Christians who have escaped the corruption of this world or Christians who have the people who have been born again. Then he says those who are born again or those who have come in and escaped the darkness of this world I'm going to send them back into the world. So God trains you and sends you back. I get it. I'll bring I'll, those who have escaped I'm going to send them back Unto the nations. And I'm going to send them to nations like Tashish, nations like Po and Lud, nations that draw the boat to Tubal and Javan, to the isles afar off. I'll send them to islands far, far off. I'll send them to those that have not heard my fame, those who have not heard of me. I'll send my, my children to them. Neither have seen my glory. Okay? I'll send them to those who have not seen my glory so that they can make them see my glory. And they shall declare my glory among the, the, the Gentiles. I say it. So this is, this, is, this is practically the gospel, basically. Winning you, God brings you, he, he causes you to escape the corruption of this world, escape the darkness of this world. And then he trains you and sends you back to the nations to declare his glory. For what purpose? Next verse. Then he says, and they shall bring all your brethren. So after you have gone in and declared the glory of God, declared the fame of the Lord, he says, you shall bring all the people that you have won, you shall bring all your brethren for an offering unto the Lord. Out of all nations, how are you going to bring them? He says, you shall bring them upon horses. What is a horse? A horse is like a, a, a bus, a mini bus. Picanto, something. You can have about two people sitting on a horse. Yeah, so maybe a motorbike. You can see a motorbike. Do you see? Then he says, and you shall bring them in chariots. A chariot is a bus, something bigger that can have more people in it. What do you think about what I'm saying? Then he says, and I'll bring them in letters, small, small things. Small, small, like Pragya and those things. And, and you shall bring them upon mules. Eh? Small, small cars. Picanto, Uber, Yango, I-10. I-10 car, the, the, the Hyundai I-10, yeah. 
Then he says, and I'll bring, you shall bring them upon swift beasts. Lamborghinis and those things. <laughs> eh? You shall bring them upon sweet beasts to my holy mountain. That's to my church, to my house. This is the holy mountain of the Lord. He says, you guys shall bring them in. Eh? To my holy mountain, Jerusalem, say the Lord. As the children of Israel bring an offering in a clean vessel into the house of the Lord. So you shall bring the people as an offering to the Lord. So there are some of us who are into bringing people to the house of God. Bring, because we are just trying to fulfill the, the scriptures. By the power of the Holy Spirit. It's been revealed to us and we are involved. So God wants you trained. Tell me about God wants you trained. God wants you trained. It's important. Don't just be around. Hmm? Tell me about don't just be around. Submit to training. Mm, it's very important. Don't become bigger than everybody in the church. You want to be served throughout your life, throughout your stay in the house of God. No, you must get to a place where you are, where you are singing in the choir. You see, yes. There's a time coming in this church where all this place, all the up to the, where the ACs are, will be full of choir people, just choir. Yes. Do you believe it? Of course, if we put all of our church choirs in, the, in all of Labour Community, they will, they will fit. Even more. But I'm talking about just here. Oh, yes. To the glory of God. Do you believe it? Yes. Because you'll be singing in the choir too one of these days. You'll be waiting to play the drums. You'll be parking cars outside. When the lights misbehave, you'll be one of the people who'll be running around to go and make sure things are back, back online. Do you like what I'm saying or don't like what I'm saying? Yeah. Before the service starts, you are tired because you're an usher. You have cleaned since Saturday. You are moving up and down, going here, doing that, doing this, doing that. You are sweating. One of our ladies, just one of our ladies in the ushers, you know, an usher. One day I saw her. She came to my house. When she came to my house, I said, ah, why are you coming from? She said, oh, I've been in church. What were you doing in church? She said, oh, I've been scrubbing the toilet throughout the day. She took leave to come and scrub the toilet, the, pub, the one that is over there. Yeah, she scrubbed both of them. Do you remember? Scrubbed both of them from morning to evening, scrubbing everywhere. The whole day. She used the whole day to scrub. Oh, yes. You just come, you, you shit inside the thing. You just shit. And then, hold on, hold on. Listen, you shit, you don't flash. Or you shit, you flash, and you leave skid marks inside. Skid marks. Skid marks. Skid marks. You have, you have bombed the plate. You have bread it, Like that. You have bread it, please. It's like, you don't understand what I'm saying. You understand what I'm saying. Oh, we understand. The toilet seat is supposed to be sat. You are supposed to sit on it. I thought this is a family. I'm, I'm, I'm talking to my, my children. I can't talk to my children. Yeah. Yeah. the house of God. Instead of sitting on it, you squat on it. I don't know. What is it? SS mindset. Ah! SS. Oh my God. Or you you, 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 you will be on the toilet seat like that. What is wrong with you? <laughs> Who should be doing? You wear a nose mask, of course. <laughs> what is wrong? You knock the person and say, tell the person, come on, clean the thing. What do you mean? Get back. Get back and clean that thing. Who should clean after you? Or oh, it's not a good thing to do. When you go to any hotel or any big place, if you pass through any, any big airport, you will see people standing in the bathroom. Yes, checking. Yes, they are always checking to see if things are in the, in, in the right places. So it's, something, it's something that is done. If you want the bathroom to be clean, to be kept clean, it's not nice when... Look at this nice auditorium. Beautiful place. We are all sitting here nice. You enter our bathroom and it's like demons. There are demons in the bathroom demons. waiting for you. Demons. What is that? I went to a certain airport in a certain continent. Hey. Eh? Okay, in Africa. Hey. In Africa. Hey. And the country's name begins with one of the letters hey. in the alphabet. <laughs> one of them. Listen, do you know how you enter the bathroom? This, this is airport. This is airport bathroom. Airport. International airport. <laughs> eh? uh -huh. You enter the bathroom like this. Hey. 
That's how you enter the bathroom. Because there's water, or there's water, bad water on the floor in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are crossing rivers. Yeah. <laughs> you have to jump before you can have access. And even the toilets, it's not, it's not, you see, this is Sunday morning. I don't want to describe something. It's very bad. It shows what kind of a country it is. Yes. Yeah. Your toilet, your toilet in your, in, your, in your house shows what kind of a person you are. Beautiful lady. You always dress nicely, whatever, whatever. You are looking so sexy, so hot all over the place. When we enter your bathroom. Hey! Let me tell you a story. Someone marries someone. 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 A certain man. A certain man. Married a certain woman. Listen, the girl was not into washing her panties. <laughs> yeah. So she will pack, she will pack the panties in the in the bathroom. Pack it, pack it, pack it. Pack. A true story. I'm not telling you the truth. She pack it. It can go for two weeks, and she has not washed the first one to the latest one. Yeah, it was a major problem. I tell you. It's not, and you are saying it's you are saying it's not changing. We have to pray about it. I tell you, we have to pray about it. And some of the things you have to pray about. I mean, you have married already. What can you do? You have to pray about it. So when you are making your confession, say to yourself, "I'll marry. I, I want. I Lord, give me a wife who is into washing her panties. Lord, give me a wife who is into bathing. You'll be shocked. I'm going home. I don't think people are interested in." The ladies are not happy with what I'm saying. But it's okay. I will not say it again. It's okay. Hey! Your bathroom shows us what kind of person. You brush your teeth and you put the toothpaste everywhere. Everywhere in the sink. Who should come and, who should come and watch it? You are talking to me. And the guys. The guys. The guys. The guys. You have won one box test for two weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> when you stand up, the way you are seated right now, when you stand up that you are going to wee wee, and you are passing in front of people like this. Hey! <laughs> we can't, we can't breathe. Why? One jeans. You have won one jeans for, for four years. You have been fatty inside. Ah, the jeans is smelling. <laughs> hey. Those things show what kind of a person you are. Your bathroom, how your bathroom is looking. Yes. How your bathroom is looking. Before you marry a lady, check her bathroom. Don't check it at a time when she's away. Check it at a time when she's not away. Yes, unawares. Just pass through the bathroom and see. You'll be surprised. So that you prepare your mind for what you are going into. You understand? Prepare your mind and you prepare your heart for what you are going into. Yeah. So we shouldn't... Our bathroom is a reflection of what our wisdom. Our bathroom. Not our compound. Our bathroom. Your compound. Oh, it's nice. That is what people can see. Oh, yes. Easily. It's like, oh, it's nice. Oh, look at the place. It's very nice. Wow, look at lights. Hey, come on, lights. <laughs> wow, the place looking so nice. Oh, device, air conditioning. <laughs> and you enter bathroom. <laughs> hey! <laughs> no tissue. <laughs> no tissue. You have to use your handkerchief. <laughs> it's wow. How many of you have used your handkerchief before in a bathroom somewhere in the world? <laughs> Emergency as well. Or your boxes. <laughs> no, no tissue in the to, in the bathroom. Or the tissue is there. And you pull it. You pull. You pull uh, and then you leave some on the on the floor. It's not nice. Hmm? Yeah. You notice that. <laughs> you notice that there's no water in the system. You have just used it. You have left 
you don't waste. You have left, you have left the package there. And you just leave. Instead of finding water to flush, you shouldn't let anybody flush your toilet. It's not, it's not, it's not honorable. <laughs> it is not wisdom. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's not a good thing at all that someone else is, you are not ill, you are not, you are not, it's not like you can't walk, you can't do it. You are not, you are not, you are not disabled. You have hands, legs, everything. You can't find water and flush the toilet. And then you leave it like that. Turn to your neighbor and say, it's not honorable, it's not honorable. <laughs> Hallelujah. So ask your questions. I don't know which question you have, but this, this was just an introduction. If there's any question you have about anything, including the toilet, you can ask about it. We'll answer it for you to the glory of God. Hallelujah. I'll just tell you to submit for training, right? So important. You need to be trained. The house of God is a place for training. Yes. If you submit yourself well, you'll be trained in character. There are Christian businessmen who cannot employ Christians. Because most Christians are dishonest. Because they've not been trained. Most Christians are wicked. They will destroy the business. So you say, we are in the same church. So I prefer having people, brethren, fellow brethren in my company. They will end up destroying your, your whatever. Because most people, most Christians, you see, Christianity is a, is a, is a growth. It's a growth process. We are all being raised by God. And depending on what level you are on, your character may be very interesting. Or your attitude may be very interesting. So you are born again, you have Christ in you, but you're, 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 you are a liar. You are a thief. You see? Because you've not submitted yourself or subjected yourself to training, to proper training. To be able to see that this thing is lying down, it's not yours. And you protect it and not take it away. Can you return money that does not belong to you? That has come into your account by mistake. You say it's miracle money. Can you return the money? Well, we, say, we say our country is a country, uh, it's a Christian country. Yeah, that, we are so dishonest. Because most Christians don't submit themselves to training. Most Christians want to control their pastor. Very few, you, it's very few churches can have a pastor talk the way I'm talking. Yes, because the rich people in the church are controlling the pastor with their money. When the pastor talks, they say, like, money is not coming. You are not going to get the money. Yeah. And the pastor knows it. So there's a gentleman's agreement that will not talk about some things in the church. He will just preach and go away. Yeah. He can't say what he needs to say. Do you see? Yes. So sub- submit yourself to training. Submit yourself to training. So important. Yes. The Christians, you, you rebuke them, that's it. You will not find them again. The, the, listen, the fact that you are, you, you've not been rebuked before is a problem. And the fact that you were rebuked and you were not happy is also a problem. If you're a child of God, every child that God loves, he chastises. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 5. Look at Hebrews 12, 5. I don't know why I was saying this, but let me, let me show it to you. Hebrews 12. Let's, let's read NLT so that it's easier to understand. And have you forgotten the encouraging words God spoke to you as his children? He said, my child, don't make light of the Lord's discipline. So God is interested in disciplining his children. I sing it. Yes. God is interested in what? Disciplining his children. Don't give up when he corrects you. Don't give up when you are corrected. The Lord corrects you. And the Lord corrects you using his, his, his servants. You can be around for a long time. The day you are corrected, that will be it. If you don't pass that test, you have, you have failed a very big test. Yes. If you don't pass that test, you have failed a very big test. I was with somebody, the person has been with me for years. The person failed that test miserably. Miserably. When I got close and I started giving the person instructions and correcting the person, that was it. That was it. Take your church. He told me, take your church. Hmm? Next verse. Verse 6. For the Lord disciplines those he loves. If the Lord loves you, he will discipline you. He will correct you. And he punishes each one he accepts as his child. God punishes. 
Don't be a child of God who has not been punished by God before. You've not been suspended before. You've not been told to your face that what you are doing is wrong. Nobody can tell you that you are wrong. This is wrong. Your father can't say it. Your mother can't say it. Your pastor can't say it. There's a problem. You are on your way to destruction, I tell you. Everybody's talking to you, can't hear. There's a problem, I tell you. You are in the way of, of, of uh, what's his name? Of Cain. Yes. It's called the way of Cain. For the Lord disciplines those he loves. He punishes those he accepts. Next, next verse, verse 7. As you endure this divine discipline, remember that God is treating you as his own children. Remember. remember. Whoever heard of a child who is never disciplined by its, by its father? Who, 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 I mean, it's not right. If God doesn't discipline you as he, as he does all his children, it means that you are illegitimate and are not really his children at all. You are not really his children at all. You see, sometimes you are in church and they will say, Stop sleeping. You are sleeping and then wake and then you're offended. Why should yes, why should I why should I be preaching to you? You are the reason why we are sharing what you are sharing, and you are sleeping. Then I see that you are sleeping and I say, Wake that guy up. And then they wake you up. And then now you are angry. Why did they wake me up? They made everybody look at me. They made everybody look at you. Is it, I, I thought we were a family. If, you, if everybody looked at you, and so what? Did you, are you here for your salvation and for your growth, or you are here because, for people to, for street cred? Uh, you have, a, you have a, a, what's it called? A reputation to keep. What are you talking about? You are sleeping, we say you should wake up. Is there a problem? Tell your neighbor, wake up. <laughs> because if I don't wake you up, you'll be asleep for the next 20 years. Yes. And you miss out on the things that God wants for you. Do you see? Yeah. Maybe you don't understand when you call someone your pastor. When you say, this, this person is my pastor. Hey, it means something big. Oh. You may not know. It means something very big. If you're a Christian, if you're a correct child of God, you understand what it means. Yes. Keep your finger here. Go to Hebrews chapter 13. We are in Hebrews already. Now look at chapter 13, verse 17. Let's read it in the Amplified. Hebrews 13, 17. It says, obey your spiritual leaders and submit to them. Obey your spiritual leader. That's your, he's talking about your pastor, the one you call pastor. Obey them, submit to them, continually recognizing their authority over you. You need to recognize that they have authority over you. Do you understand? One day I was preaching. This is our very first church, Asafo. We were all in Asafo at that time, in Kumase. There was this beautiful lady in the church. That I had no, I didn't, no, the people are a lot. Normally the people are a lot. So you may not, I may not know anything about you. Do you get it? That is why I've raised some people and sent them to you to help get to know you and help solve your problems. There are a lot of pastors sitting in front here. Some are sitting inside. Do you see? This church has 135 pastors across board. Lab Economy Church. We have 135 pastors. 135. We are pastoring about 5,000 people together. I can't pastor 5,000 people. I can't know everybody scattered all over the world. It's not going to work. You see? So God taught me to train people and send them. So that's what I've done. Now, all of them, all of us together are your spiritual leaders. Do you get it? And you, you have a responsibility of recognizing the person's authority over you and submitting yourself for correction. Just this morning when I woke up, I saw a video of some people who had died in a car crash in the Volta region. You know, this pastor who is going in our church, he's one of the people outside our church, but he submits to me. He sent me a, a picture of his, his um, assistant who was involved in the accident and almost died. The guy's throat, face, everything's cut, whatever. And at least I saw two dead bodies. I couldn't watch the whole video. They were carrying the dead body. I said, no, I can't watch. So I deleted it. I don't like those things. So I did. Just this morning, when I woke up, that was the first thing I saw. And he said, I had a meeting with them, with that pastor and his people on Wednesday. And he said, this guy was supposed to be in the meeting we had with you on Wednesday. And he didn't tell me he was going. He just left. We called him several times. He didn't pick up. He just left. We didn't know that he was on his way to Volta Region even. And he, had, he was involved in this gruesome accident and almost died. Then I said, I've seen this thing happening so many times. So many times. 
There's someone in coma right now. Coma. She's been in coma since January. Yes, since January because of not recognizing spiritual authority. Not submitting herself for, for a certain kind of training. Fooling around and not telling anybody what's going on. Do you get what I'm saying? I don't want to go into details. Yeah. One guy was on a motorbike in one of our churches. He was going to church on a motorbike. They were, the, the motorbike I was driving him. We were going on, and then he got a call from his scammer friends of old. Scamming friends. They, one of them called and said, Yo, I have hammer. My mugu don't pay. Is it my maga or my mugu? Which one? Mugu. Mugu don't pay. Me, be, me, I be the maga, right? I be the maga. Now you be the mugu. Maga <laughs> mugu. My mugu don't pay. So come, mugu, chill. Come and let us enjoy ourselves. On the way to church. On the way to church. The last information we had from him was that he was on his way to church. We were looking for him. We couldn't find him. That was the, that was the last. He was poisoned when he went there. The guy had planned to poison him and kill him. He poisoned him. This guy put his intestines out before he died. I tell you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Instead of being in the house of God, you are full. the devil does not give up on God's children. No. He's looking for an opportunity to just destroy your life. Yes. Even when you're in line, he's trying to destroy your life. How much more when you just remove yourself? Do you get it? You are traveling. Nobody knows that you are traveling. Yet you say you are a church member. Your pastor does not know you are traveling. Your shepherd does not know you are traveling. You just remove yourself. Before I traveled, you see, I went to UK. I went to Canada and some other places before I came here. Before I came to, before I left, ask Pastor Alex. I drove my car to Reverend George's house to go and kneel down for him to pray for me before I left. Every time I'm going, everybody they know. They know my pastors know. I have pastors, or so you think I'm just moving around. I'm not just moving around though. Hey, I'm not a fool. Me as your pastor, I shouldn't have a pastor. Be there. I have a pastor, I tell you. Yes. Ask your neighbor, where's your pastor? And apart from knowing where your pastor is, do you tell your pastor what is happening in your life? Wow. <laughs> you should give updates of what is going on. Don't wait to be asked. What, what, what's going on with you? Then you are being very diplomatic with the information. Someone told me, someone told me that uh, it is confidential. The information is confidential. <laughs> I said, hey. Hey. It's confidential. It's private. It's my private life. You don't have security clearance. Oh. I don't have security clearance on this particular information. Wow. No, it's not right. We should know what is going on. So we can, we can pray for you. Okay? Recognize your authority over your life. Reco you have to recognize. We can't force you. I can't come and force you. Reverend George doesn't have to force me. No. Yeah. When the things are sensitive, I'm going to I'm going to say it. This is happening, this is happening, this is, what do I do? What do I do? Recently some things were happening. And I mentioned it to him. Then he said, Ah, God has even God showed me something about you. Wow. Then he explained when he described, I said, Hey, this is serious. What you are saying is what exactly what is going on. Yeah. Yeah. So that you are you are kept in your the way you, you are going to act. Uh, you feel that you should act in a particular way. But you don't know that the thing, what you are thinking that you should act. Is it the one who is ahead of you sees beyond you. Whether you like it or not. Wisdom is found in older people. There's the wisdom of natural life. Even if you think the person is stupid or foolish. There's a certain wisdom that is in there. Naturally. Just because of growth. That's why you must listen to your father. And listen to your mother, and not just you know, just like oh, they should go away. What do you mean by they should go away? They gave birth to you. Do you know what it means to give birth? You are coming. You'll be having sex with your wife, and the, the children are not coming. You will see whether it is normal. It's not normal. I tell you. One one guy called me and said, Pastor, I've had sex with my wife about five thousand times. I've still not seen any child. Pastor, what should I do? I said, Let's pray. <laughs> Let's pray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think it's, he's been counting? He has been counting. Yes, uh, he's trying. I, I, I think he felt that the num like the sex is what makes the child come. You'll be surprised if you are not married and you have you are having sex, whatever. You just get pregnant. You just get pregnant. 
But when you marry and you want to do the right thing, you realize that it's not coming as it's supposed to. Everywhere you go, the devil is trying to catch you. When you're not marrying and fooling around, the devil wants you to get pregnant. Do an abortion and end up dying. Something, something will happen on your womb. Something, something. Something. Is it also? Try and talk to your partner. It's very important. Okay? Give as much information as you have to. To be helped. Hmm? Hmm. It's so important. Recognizing authority over you. For they are constantly keeping watch over your souls. Constantly. You may not think that he's praying for you. Brother, he's praying for you. You don't know. You are not in his house. And you are not in his heart. So you cannot tell that this pastor is praying for me or he's not praying for me. The Bible says that they are constantly keeping watch over your souls. Believe it. And guarding your spiritual welfare. As men who will have to render an account of their trust. All the pastors, all the shepherds, there's someone who is in your trust. And you render an account for that person. Mm-hmm. You know the plans I have? The plan I have is that when I stand before the Lord and the Lord mentions uh, Brittany, who is your pastor? Who is your shepherd? Noel. And Pastor Brazos is your pastor. Okay. So when they ask me, when I leave this earth and they ask me, what about Brittany? The Lord is asking me, what about Brittany? I'll say, Lord, excuse me, my Lord. <laughs> Pastor Princess is the one who, Pastor Princess and Noel should be, so they'll call you a name. That in, in heaven, some people say, <laughs> there'll be massive judgment for some people. It'll be a long one because it's like you have many references. Oh, this is where this person come. And then you come and stand there and then you give accounts. And we are going. When you finish, then you go back. Which one again? They mention, oh, come, this person come. Like that. That's my plan. <laughs> <laughs> Well, those are my answers. Yeah. No damage, yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. He says, do your part. You, the child of God, do your part. You have a part to do. You have a part. You have a part to play. Do your part. What is your part? Obey. What is your part? Submit. What is your part? Be available. What is your part? Go down. Do you see? Open up. That is it. I've been rebuked before. Not once, not twice. By my fathers. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not all rosy all the time. There are times when they are not happy with me. No, I told you to do it like this. You didn't do it. I just say, I'm sorry. I'm going to do it. <laughs> Instead of trying to explain myself unnecessarily. But whatever, whatever. That's it. You are spoiling the relationship. When you start talking plenty... You have so many explanations all the time. This happened and this happened and they, oh, receive the blasting happily and let's just flow out in our in our lives. What do you think about what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, do your part to let them do this with gladness and not with sighing and groaning, like when they think about you. Hmm. Oh, pastor thinks about you. Hmm. Oh Lord, this girl. The tongues is tongues of complaints. It's tongues of groaning. Do you see? He says, do this so that they do your part, so that they will do their job with gladness and not with sighing and groaning. For that would not be profitable to you either. To not be profitable to you. It's unprofitable to be fooling around. Be walking in disobedience. Walking in in, uh, in shadows. You see, you're walking in shadows. It's like, it's my life. If it's your life, then you can have it. It's my life. I choose what to do with it. It doesn't work like that. We are all born into families. Oh, yes. And whatever family you are born into, you know that it is actually, you, don't, you are not living, you are not existing on your own. Oh, yes. yeah. You've been taken care of. Oh, yes. In one way or the other. Yeah. And you are going to be taken care of. Do you see what I'm talking about? Those who take care of you, you have to respect them and honor them. No matter what. No matter matter what is going on. You have to honor them, respect them all the time. When they say, hey, you say, ha. Just move on. I hope you understand what I'm saying. Submit yourself for training. It's so important. To change your life. To change your life. Okay? And no matter how old you are, submit yourself. 
don't become so old that now you, now you are married, you have children, you have a big business, you have whatever, so now you cannot be corrected. You cannot be spoken to. It's a dangerous place to be. When you notice that you cannot be corrected, change. Hmm? Never get to a place where now, above the law, you are like Methuselah. <laughs> you are older than everybody. You have become so proud. Like uh, uh, the guy who became an animal, what's his name? Nebuchadnezzar. Eh? Nebuchadnezzar. He could not be advised. He said, I by my own power and my own strength has made all these things happen. Hey, that was it. God said, animal, straight, seven years. He was eating with animals, everything, for seven years. You think God is joking? There are things that God does not play with. Okay? I understand that there are things that transcend dispensations. No matter the, the dispensation we are, we are in the dispensation of grace, where God is sitting on the throne of grace and issuing up grace to his children. But divine administration has not changed. Respecting God's authority has not changed. Hmm? What happened to Ananas and Sapphira when they lied to Peter? Peter said, you think you have lied to man. You have not lied to man. You have lied to the Holy Ghost. In the dispensation of grace, they were destroyed. So don't think that, oh, right now we are in the dispensation of grace. We can do whatever I want to do. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. Spiritual authority is there. You must recognize authority is authority. You must recognize authority. You must flow with authority and not flow against authority. It's so important. It's all over in the Bible. All over in the Bible. Okay? All over in the Bible. John is the apostle of love. Do you know John the divine? The one who wrote the book of John. And the one who wrote 1 John, 2 John, 3 John. There was a guy in the church who was fooling around and not listening to what he had to say. And even prevent. Let me show you that verse. Diotrophus. Have you heard of Diotrophus before? Maybe you've never read it before, but it's, it's there. Third John 1 9. Yeah. Look at this. John is talking. He says, I wrote unto the church. Let's read NLT. We want to, these days, we want to understand what is going on. I wrote to the church about this, but Diotrophus, who loves to be the leader, refuses any, to have anything to do with us. He says, He refuses to have anything to do with us. Next verse. When I come, I will report some of the things he is doing and the evil accusation he is making against us. Not only does he refuse to welcome the traveling teachers, he also tells others not to help them. And when they, when they do help, he puts them out of the church. The guy was like... <laughs> I tell you, he was fooling around. He's not recognizing authority. Look at what John said. Next verse, verse 11. Dear friend, don't let this bad example influence you. Follow what is good. Remember that those who do good prove that they are God's children. And those who do evil prove that they are not God's, they are, they are not, they do not know God. Have you seen it? Yeah. Yes. And he spoke about removing him. Eh? He spoke about removing him. Like, take this guy out. Because a guy is fooling around. He's not submitting to the authority he's supposed to submit to. So even though it's a dispensation of grace, it's like, Authority, you must still respect authority. Eh? Have you read Romans, Romans chapter uh, 13, I think, verse, uh, verse... Let's look at Romans 13, verse 1. Yeah. He says, let every soul be subject unto the higher powers. NLT. NLT. Everyone must submit to governing authorities. Hmm? Governing of all kinds. For all authority. You can't say you're a child of God, you're in the dispensation of grace, so you are going to steal. You are going to take someone's property because you, when you're reported to the police, what do you think will happen to you? You'll be surprised. They will deal with you. For all authority comes from God. And those in positions of authority have been placed there by God. Yes, they didn't put themselves there. You may not like whatever, but it's, 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 it's God who has put the person there. Verse 2. So anyone who rebels against authority is rebelling against what God has instituted. Have you seen it? And they will be punished. Next verse. This, are, this is New Testament. Or it's not New Testament. For the authorities do not strike fear in people who are doing right, but in those who are doing wrong. 
Would you like to live without fear of the authorities? Do what is right, and they will honor you. You want to live without fear of the authorities? Do what is right, and you'll be honored by the authorities. Next verse. The authorities are God's servants sent for your good. But if you are doing wrong, of course, you should be afraid. For they have the power to punish you. They are God's servants sent for the very purpose of punishing those who do what is wrong. Yes. So divine authority has not changed. This one is even, he's so, in, in context, he's talking about physical authority. Do you see? Yes. But it flows into divine authority as well. You have to be very careful. Don't just be, oh, this was my pastor. You are not minding the person. He said, this is my pastor. Everything he says, you don't, you don't mind. Your pastor is worried about you. Ooh. It's wild though. Just two days ago, one of, one of our pastors handing one of our churches texted me about one of the guys in his church. It's like he's talking to the guy. The guy is not minding him at all. Hey! I said that uh, this guy is something wrong with the person. Yeah. And when you are, you are, you are, in, you are, you are against the authority of God, anything is possible. Anything can happen. You see. One day we said, we are all fasting. We declared a three-day fast or so. And we're all fasting. This girl was busy eating. Whilst we were fasting, she knew we were fasting. She was, she was there when the announcement was made. She says she's part of our church. And she's eating. As she was eating, a bone entered, fish bone entered her throat. I don't know if you remember that story. A fish bone entered her throat, I tell you. Yeah, show down, I tell you. <laughs> Is it that I, I, I prayed for that to happen to her? No, I didn't pray. I can't pray for that to happen to you. But you are in... You are out of authority. You are, you are not submitting yourself. Yes. You are not submitting yourself. You are not putting yourself under authority. The devil will surely get you. Yeah, yeah, you are off. And that's what he wants. He wants you to be off so that he can strike. Hmm? There are too many examples in the, in, the, in, the, in the Old Testament, especially. Too many examples of those who remove themselves from under, of, under authority and have problems. Rehoboam. Have you, have you heard of Rehoboam? Rehoboam removed himself under authority. He thought he had become a big man. He was like, oh, I can do whatever. That was it. He had a, a nation with ten tribes. By the time he made one decision, he had only one tribe. Eh? Ten tribes were removed from him. That's for Levi. The tribe of Levi is not for anybody. It's for the Lord. Eh? Hallelujah. God bless you for listening. We pray that the word of God will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the word. Kindly follow Pastor T and Love Economy Church on all social networks for more of God's word. Don't forget to subscribe to the Pastor T podcast. Simply search for Pastor T on any podcast app, plug in and enjoy God's word. Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God bless you.